He fires downfield. It's caught. And into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa. Touchdown, Iowa. Blade fake. Bethard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. The kick is on the way. It's gone. It's gone. Iowa wins 14-13. All right. Welcome in, everybody, to our week six recap. It was actually a bigger weekend than I think we anticipated it being. I think a lot of good games this weekend. And college slate kind of surprised us a little bit with a few shockers. And all in all, another good weekend of watching sports. Big things going on. Lance, great weekend, great weekend, honestly, especially in college, did not have a very good week in the NFL betting wise, but you know, it was fun. We had a great week, learned a lot. I think about a lot of teams and, you know, excited to, uh, excited to roll. So before we get into Saturday, we'll just slightly glance over the two games on Thursday and then Friday. So Arkansas state, Georgia state, we got that one. I think we gave out some picks on that one. If I don't recall, I think uh, I had Georgia State. I'm not, I think you might have had Arkansas State there. Yeah, I had Arkansas State, but it started a million too points. early to the point where I didn't bet it. I definitely remember liking the over in that game, too. A million points. This game was fun to watch, though. Yeah, it was a really fun Thursday night game, honestly, without the NFL, which we'll get. I'll get into that later. I got Actually, I'll save that for the end. I got a great argument at the end for against Thursday night football. But anyway, great. Love it. Love the fun belt. Well, I mean, it's like a matching game. It, it, like it, it, actually, it is absolutely like a matching game. It's and electric to watch. We're like two weeks away from action now. November fourth is action, and we have Big Ten football this week. So like we're we're like officially back. Everybody's coming back. There's it felt weird because it was really the first weekend I felt like it was Georgia Alabama. There was a big SEC game. Obviously, there's been big SEC games before, but obviously not up to that caliber of what Georgia Alabama was. Oh yeah, and then there was just nothing after it, and then it was just done. Like the night was there was no. BYU night. There was no Hawaii on the island night. So it was just weird. That's coming back this week. It's great to hear. You love it. It was so odd because like us boys were sitting here in the house and we had kind of a lackadaisical Saturday of, I mean, not doing a whole lot. Then we got Georgia Bama. Like as soon as that came on the TV and the broadcast got rolling, like we were all like, we were glued to it. Like we were, we were sitting up in our chair, especially when Georgia looked like they like, we're going to like hang around in that game. It was just great, and then obviously Stenson Bennett throws a few picks. Georgia gets some adversity, and then Alabama does Alabama things. Yeah, so we'll start there now. Just hopping into Alabama. I mean, the Alabama playmakers proved to just outmatch the defense of Georgia in the second half, especially with Snick's day been making some adjustments. It just proved to be too much, and I think that's going to be. I mean, I have this written down too, but I have Bama to kill Clemson in the yeah. in the national championship game. Do you have that as well? I have written down Alabama versus Clemson is going to be a hell of a game because yeah. there's no. I guess we haven't seen Ohio State play yet, so we can't. I can't really say that for sure those two teams are going to be in. But if I was going to tear up the teams right now, I think Alabama and Clemson are a clear one A and one B, and I'm not it's sure not which I would close. put. It's not. And like, yeah, there's no really third team this year that's really stood out to me as like a team that can hang around. I mean, obviously Notre Dame's ranked fourth right now. They look like trash against Louisville. Like it's pretty much a two horse race again, which kind of sucks, but and that Clemson minus 10 and a half against Notre Dame. We talked about that a few yeah. weeks ago. Like yeah. that's just, yeah, that's should have been a bet, but anyway, nonetheless, I mean, Jalen Waddle, Devonte Smith combined for 17 catches, three twenty eight, and three touchdowns between the two of them. 
I mean, these two are some just absolute cats. They just have so many guys on that team. Like, it's every year. Like, they lose Jerry Judy. They lose Henry Ruggs. And it's like, okay, how are they going to reload? They got a new quarterback coming in. Are they going to be able to keep up the same weapons, the same offense? They might be even better. They might be even better. That's the best defense in the country. And they just hung, I don't know what the final score was, but a lot of points on them. 41. They absolutely wore down that defense. I mean, Najee, uh, all right, we'll just get into that. Yeah. Najee, 31 carries, 152 and a touchdown. I mean, didn't expect that all at all out of Najee. I mean, yeah, I really thought Georgia coming in was going to be able to at least slow down the Alabama run game. And it was going to, I knew that it was a possibility that those weapons were obviously going to get open deep and they were going to make their big plays. But I really thought that Georgia would at least slow down Najee Harris and that Alabama run defense. And it just didn't happen. I mean, they just wore him down. I mean, what do you? Who's gonna Who's gonna stop Alabama? I don't know, especially when I mean, it was crazy even just watching the Nick Saban interview at half, and he was just like, "Well, yeah, number four made some plays, you know, yeah, we got had it. him confused a little bit, just gonna make some adjustments." Face out, came out, did exactly what they were supposed to do, didn't let him score a point in the second half. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not really i I wasn't ever really sold on that Georgia offense, but I think that Alabama defense just found what they can do like they looked like trash against Ole Miss granted Ole Miss I think is going to make a lot of teams look silly on offense I think they have a really good offense this year but that Alabama defense in the second half was suffocating suffocating I mean obviously since Bennett looked like I mean they kept saying on the broadcast like he looked like a walk-on like he looked like the walk-on that he was he looked short Alabama batted down like a hundred passes it felt like I mean that's a dangerous sorry Breaking in here with a huge pick from the Cardinals here. Unless Cardinals looking to be a, just an easy bet tonight. but yeah, Unless back to bet. Bama here and Stetson. Yeah, Stetson's young. Listen, you can't go into Alabama and you can't lose a turnover battle. Yeah. Stetson throwing three picks. Just showed he was young. I think he'll be fine. Just give him time. You know, it's one of those things. It was his first road game start, and it's in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not a great place to to leap off, and he did look pretty good in that first half, I felt like. I felt like he played fine. I mean, obviously, he had the first pick, which was kind of a weird little play, and then he looked like he was trying to force it a little bit in the second half. Crazy start to the game. Yeah, I mean... Four plays, three picks, or something yeah, like that, or four, two picks. Four plays, two picks, and then a 50-yard touchdown. It's yeah. like, oh, so, okay. <laughs> So this game is going to be wild, and then it kind of slowed down a little bit. But, I mean, it was a great game. I mean, it really was a great game. Alabama just, I mean, they just flexed their muscles. They just yeah. did what Alabama does to teams. Yeah, and speaking back towards the Alabama defense a little bit too, I think having like this big of a game, like the implications, like just ramped up this D. Like the D yeah. looked just to be like an edge better, like just. Yeah, and especially after getting like embarrassed last weekend. Like they didn't like that. No. They didn't like that. There's no way. Just a heightened level of focus, almost. Yeah, they, just, they they showed out for this game for sure, and I mean they I mean they beat the brakes off the number three team in the country. So, yeah. Hey. Nonetheless, credit to Alabama. I had this one wrong. Again, we bet Georgia. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me because I I feel like I do this a lot too with good teams. Like I just bet against them for whatever reason. Yeah, and I like, don't know why I do that either. I do the same thing. Though. Like, because maybe just because it feels so square. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because of that. I'm not really sure. Again, Georgia was probably the square pick here, but yeah, I don't really know. I feel like this was pretty. I feel like that was a pretty good line, other than Alabama. Just, I mean, 
they just found a second level, and that offense is just something special. I mean, granted, if this game was played again tomorrow, I would definitely bet Alabama, but, you know, you win some, you lose some, you live and you learn. But I can't wait for that Alabama-Clemson game or that Alabama-Ohio State game. Like, Crazy. Th- those are going to be good games. Well, you'd think that we're going to get an Alabama. Alabama's going to play, well, Alabama's going to be Alabama-Clemson 1-2, I think, basically no matter what. Yeah, I don't really see it going any other way beside that. And especially then, so, when assuming like even if Ohio State gets in there, they'll, like they'll they'll grab. They'll probably play Clemson, Clemson in the second. They'll probably play Clemson in the semifinal again, and I mean we'll see what happens there. I mean I I I like Ohio State this year, but I mean those two teams just look like they're on a different yep. level. Yep. All right, so now we'll just kind of make through our way of some quick jot down notes. I mean, again, not huge games, but games that kind of surprised us. So BYU Houston, BYU was just easy in this one. And they were like minus three and a half, something like that. It felt weird, but that Zach will. Yeah. It, that one definitely felt weird. I even almost flipped on it at the end. I was like, oh, but that BYU, you know, they're coming in. They got all through this for hype. 400, 400 again this week. Yeah. They got all this hype. Zach Wilson, da, 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 this offense. And I mean, they showed out. I mean, they really, really, really showed out. Finding a connection with this receiver to Dax, nine nine receptions, 184, three touchdowns. Is that the number five guy? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that dude's a stud. He loves <laughs> he loves to find him. I mean, it's. I mean, they're really, really, really good. Like BYU is a force nationally. Not yeah, only, and I think we've talked about their defense in weeks prior too, and why we bet them. I mean, their defense proves to be strong against the. Somewhat competent Houston offense. I mean, I mean Houston's definitely not bad this year. They have, granted, they have a lot going on, or they had a lot going on last year. They got a lot of, like we talked about, I mean, we've talked about this a million times with their experience with the basically a rebuild year last year. But, I mean, Houston's a good team, and BYU just in that fourth quarter just, like, blew them out. Like, they didn't even look like they belonged in the same field. So, that BYU team, man, like, they, I mean, they're going to run the table, I think. Like, okay, so they have Texas State next week. Western Kentucky, both at home. They have to go to Boise State. Then they play home versus Northern Arizona and home versus San Diego State. So they're going to be undefeated. Yeah, I mean, unless gonna... they lose to Boise State on the blue turf, which is basically the only game left that they have that's even on paper close. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, seen Boise I think State they're going to roll them. I think their defense is good enough to win all those games, not even close. So, so at what point are you like, hey, I mean. I don't know. Like I guess they could play anybody, bowl. but I mean, I mean, they have to be in a New York Six Bowl, I would yeah. think. But I mean, I guess we'll see what bowl games look like this year. I don't even know what that's going to look like if we're even going to get there. But yeah, don't want to touch on this yeah. next game too much, all that much. I mean, kind of shocked us a little bit. SMU Tulane, Tulane showing that they can hang around these games with some of the better teams in the American. But I don't know, kind of shocked that SMU didn't walk away with this one. Again, it went into OT, so. Yeah, it was kind of a weird... I mean, I watched that game pretty closely. It was just kind of a strange game. It didn't really have like a... It was just a really weird vibe to that game. I mean, SMU outgained it by almost 200 yards. They only had one turnover. Like, I don't really understand how it was close, but then you looked and it was a minute left and Tulane was driving down three. And it's like, what what just happened here? It's kind of got the... like. What other team? Was Tulane the team that played Appalachian State close, or was that Marshall? No, Marshall beat Appalachian State. Marshall's That's right. Marshall's yeah, Marshall was year. also – I think I had that somewhere on my – maybe one of my outsider cards, but I, 
Yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, SMU. I mean, they're good. They're a good team. They got there's somebody you got to watch out for the in, in the American. That kicker now has two game winning kicks. I think he transferred in from Texas too with Buchel. I mean, they're a dangerous team, man. So yeah, we'll stay in the American. We'll go to Memphis UCF. I mean, this game was crazy, crazy. Fifteen hundred total yards from combined in that game. That was. I mean, it was one of the, I mean, that was an electric game. From beginning to end, you couldn't take your eyes off from it. I can't believe. We had a couple games this week get well over 90 points into the 100s. Yeah, like, like there was points, crazy points, games points this game this week. I mean, you, you got to feel bad for that UCF quarterback that had 600 yards. And then the kicker just comes out. They work their way down the field in like 30 seconds. And then he misses it, and then he gets fought on the sideline, which was one of the <laughs> funniest videos of the week on Twitter. Oh I mean, God. that was so hilarious. Funny. Well, I, you could tell, like, he was upset walking off the field, and then he just, like, a few players come up and start chirping him, throws his helmet. I mean, well, it's, it's just a tough look. It's just a tough scene. <laughs> but, I mean, Brady White, he had seven total touchdowns. They were down 12 with, like, three minutes left and somehow came back to win for the first time. That's the first time they beat UCF since 1990. I mean, what a story. What a game. Just a hell of a... I love I love that Memphis team this year. I know they lost SMU earlier, but I still I still think that Memphis team can make some noise in the American especially. Well, would they have to play SMU again if they... Do they have a championship game? I'm not really sure how the Americans' championship game works, to be completely honest with you, but... I would imagine that either SMU or either Memphis or SMU will lose to Cincinnati. So I don't think SMU and Cincinnati will both, or SMU and Memphis will both be in the championship. But there's a lot of good teams in that division too. That there's it'll just hang around in games, kind of yeah. like we're talking about in Tulane here. So yeah, it's just it's it's a it's a deep conference. Like it's a deeper conference than it gets credit for. It's a solid conference. There's a lot of good teams out there, especially this year. A lot of teams that can make some noise, but I mean Memphis. I mean that was just that was a fun game to watch. Certainly, and I just want to kind of make a note about Miami here. They push slash didn't cover most spreads out there. I mean, I think Miami's still going to be fine here. Again, they were playing a good pit defense this week. They still proved to just you know out edge them a little bit in terms of the offense. And yeah, I mean, I think they played it fine. I'm, I mean, they won the game. It's hard to win. It's hard to win conference games. It's hard to win, um, especially when you throw. Basically, virtually pick sixes. Um, I thought De'Ara King played great. Leading the team in rushing yeah. this week. That's that's concerning for me, is that where did that Cameron Harris guy go? Because he was an absolute star week one and week two, and he, they've, he, they've dis, he's disappeared. He disappeared in this game. He disappeared against Clemson. they got to figure out that, uh, that run game again. But, I mean, De'Ara King is just a star. Like that, Their best offense is broken plays when De'Ara King just takes off. Yep, absolutely. Keep moving on here. Auburn still kind of proven to be. I've been off Stinks. them. All, I've been off them all year, and I feel like you know, obviously they're kind of showing it now. Frauds, absolute frauds. I mean, Bo Nix. Like, what are we doing here, man? I mean, he threw three picks. He made terrible decisions all game. He, he got benched. If I'm not, did he get benched for a little intermittent spurt uh, there? I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe he just came out. Maybe he was. Bummed up a little bit. I just, for whatever reason, I remembered him coming off the field for I mean, he at least a little I mean, he position. Terrible. I mean, he played awful. Possession, that is. But I mean, he played terrible. This Basically, was a, hey, credit to us. We flipped. We 
Well, again, this line made no sense. This line made no sense. We flipped. South Carolina, plus three, the money line. Granted, the rest of the weekend, maybe not gone so well for us, but... I don't don't know. I was pretty good in college, but... I mean, Auburn outgained it by 200 yards. They held the ball for basically the same amount of time. The only thing that Auburn did in this game that lost them the game was turnovers and penalties. But, I mean, Bo Nix basically... I mean, he threw that game. I mean, he made some bad throws. I think they had one that went for six, maybe, or... They had a lot of points off turnovers, South Carolina did. So, I mean, Bo Nix, like, we got to figure it out, my guy. Like, yikes, yikes. All right, staying in the SEC, we're moving to Kentucky here. Finding a groove against a good Tennessee team. I think start of this year for Kentucky was a lot of learning, a lot of, especially against the Auburn team. I think that was a team that they could have beat, certainly. But I think it was this, they're just finding a groove now. They're starting to get into it a a, a lot like – Next team coming up here in just a second, but this Kentucky team finding finding the offense. Yeah, I mean, obviously the two pick sixes to start off the game help. I mean, that's just completely demoralizing for Tennessee. But that, I mean, it's the first time they've won in Tennessee in a lot of years. I don't know exactly the dates. I can't remember, but it's been a lot of years since they beat Tennessee on the road. Good win for them. Yeah, I mean. In a rivalry game nonetheless. So. Yeah. I mean, Kentucky, if they don't get that, weird play at the end of the first half versus Auburn where they scored and then threw a pick six and then it was like a weird do you remember that yep. week one it was like a weird thing and they were just kind of out of the game from they kind of just took them out of the game for sure I mean they're they're a good team I mean it we knew it was going to take a while I think we talked about that week one with Terry Wilson he didn't play at all last year now with COVID and didn't probably get a great offseason in it was going to take him a little bit to get it clicking but I mean just a dominating win I mean this game was never really in doubt at all yeah certainly um I'm just going to kind of rapid fire through the kind of the rest of the slate because I feel like there's some teams that we've been kind of riding, kind of been right on that, I don't know, all been hitting, especially in our cards and on the pod as well. So I'm just going to kind of run through some here. Texas A&M staying with it a little bit against a good Mississippi State defense. Just winning a good, solid. Just grind it out. Grind, grind it out, it out win get a win. SEC. North Carolina. Defense stinks. Defense stinks. Losing to Florida State, I mean, that's terrible. That's terrible. The number five rank, like, what is that? doesn't even make any sense. We missed the North Carolina's overrated train by one week is what happened. Like, yeah. they just not to mention stop the run. Not like, to mention losing a four-team money line parlay, parlay for yeah, the one time. The one time I need a minus 480 or minus 500 dog <laughs> or favorite, excuse me, to win a parlay, to win a four-to-one parlay, I mean, come on, man. Losing by three, like they had a, they were like getting themselves back in that game and sucks, but nonetheless, Arkansas. Arkansas could be like four and oh. Yeah, they really could be. They could at least be three and one. Uh, they I don't think they should have beat Georgia, but um, No. But they definitely should like, beat all they definitely should have beat Auburn. Like they got actually screwed. actually snubbed. Yeah, they got game. screwed in that game. Um but Felipe Franks, man, he looks pretty good. He looks pretty good. And I think this Arkansas defense needs some credit, too. I, I think that's... Yeah, no, they definitely... Credit to them as well. Virginia Tech just blowing the brakes off of Boston College. I didn't see that one necessarily right. You, you've you been on Virginia Tech the past few weeks. 350 yards, 8.5 yards per carry. I mean, they just run, they, they run it so well. They only threw 15 passes all game. Hendon Hooker went 11 for 15. That's all they need him to do. When they're running the ball like that and he can... 
make plays with his feet. I mean, he had three touchdown runs. I mean, that's a dangerous team. Yep. Liberty, just easy against Syracuse. I know that was on the card somewhere. Really easy. NC State as well against Duke. We smelled the Duke scaries kind of out of us early in the year. Been fading them. We missed that one early in the year. I mean, they stink. Duke stinks. I don't know what happened, but they are not very good. And again, we mentioned this a little bit earlier. Notre Dame just not looking very impressive against Louisville. I think Louisville is kind of like a tough team, though. Like, not a tough team, but like a, like a, uh, like a scrappy team. Like I feel like they're going to, I mean, they're, I guess they're one and four, but like, I feel like they kind of like hang around. They kind of make some moves. Granted that loss to Georgia tech was just out, flat out embarrassing, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I'll just mention in here as well. Wake forest, my boys getting a good win against Virginia. I didn't watch that game. Win. I didn't watch one second of that game. I didn't even know that game. That game was not on my radar at all. I always keep a, keep an eye out on my boys and the demon Deacons. Got to keep an eye out for them. Uh, North Texas, a game that didn't mean anything, was like two-point dogs and won by like 17. Weird. Marshall, one by 18, covered. I like Marshall. I think, think they Marshall's just really tough good too, this year. This year. So that kind of rounds out the college slate here this week. Big NFL week this week. I feel like there was just a lot of good games in terms of good teams play good teams, bad teams play bad teams. It was just kind of an odd week in that way. Start off Sunday in the morning, Bears-Panthers. Bears D's flying around. I mean, the Bears D is flying around. Yeah. And their offense has just got to be good enough to just, like, win them games. Exactly. Like, they don't – like, Nick Foles, he doesn't have to be spectacular. Like, he was he was not that good. Like, I mean, if you look at his numbers, like, they weren't that good. I don't have them off the top of my head. But he threw two picks or one pick or – I mean, he wasn't that good. But when that D is forcing three turnovers a game and they making plays on defense, they're getting stops when they need to, they're a good team. I mean, they really are a good team, as much as it hurts me to say that. The Panthers, I'm not – I mean, you, they mean they've squared off against one of the best defensive football. I mean, the Bears' defense is legitimately the top five defensive football this year. They are back to what they were a couple years ago when they obviously played and or made the playoffs and the double doink year when they had all that hype around them. But I mean, the Bears are five and one. Like it's hard to win games in the NFL. Granted, they got a pretty tough schedule coming. Which is what I was just going to bring up. So we've got the Ram at the Rams next Monday night. Monday night against the Rams going to be a huge game. Big bounce back spot for the Rams. Yeah, it could be a massive bounce back spot for the Rams. I don't know. This next few games are going to be crucial. I think they're games that the Bears can certainly win. But I think that they're just going to be grinded out games nonetheless. Then home against the Saints. Personally, I think that they win that game. I don't think the Saints are going to... sold on the Saints, yeah. Yeah. The other. At the Titans, I think this is going to be a tough one for them. Again, the Titans are just kind of a grinded-out team. Yeah, but if well, they can slow down Derrick Henry in that game, like, what you're going to make t- Ryan Tannehill... Throw I mean, the ball. Granted, he had a great game this week, so it's yeah, going to be tough because I'm sure that's the next game we're going to talk about. But, <laughs> but, like, if they make Ryan Tannehill throw it 40 or 50 times, like, that's... Yeah, that's a dangerous game. And home against the Vikings, the Vikings just stink. <laughs> they stink. And then they got to go to Lambeau. So, wow. I don't know. Four out of five games here, kind of tough mean, stretch you, for the Bears. But, but you go two and three, you're seven and three. Yeah, that's that's pretty great. Damn good. That's pretty great. Damn good. That's great. Pretty damn good. And then you get the Lions, Texans, and then at the Vikings, and then at the like. I mean, there's not a lot of losses left for the Bears on the schedule. I mean, that, granted, they got a tough schedule coming up here, but if they get through this. 
slate at like two and three, I mean they're they're right in position to win the NFC North even over the Packers. Yeah, I certainly agree. I think that the offense just needs to stay there. And again, with the Packers being in this division, we saw what a good defense can do to the Packers. Yeah. We saw it. We called it out. We were both on the Bucks this week, although everybody else everybody else and their mother was on, you know, the the Green Bay Packers this week. I don't know. Yeah, I just want to talk about Nick Foles' comments real quick. Um, he said, after the game, he said, bad teams win with prettiness. Great teams win no matter how it takes, which is, I mean, he fucked up the wording, but anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure that the Bears are a great team, but the fact of the matter is, is that defense is going to keep them in games. They're going to win dirty, and winning dirty is better than losing. Certainly, so, certainly. If you're going to hang around and beat the Bucks by a touchdown in a game that, or beat the Bucks by one in a game you got outplayed, come back against the Falcons, beat a hot Panthers team, beat a hot Panthers team, grind out a win versus the Giants, get lucky against the Lions. I mean, if you're just going to keep winning games, then three and zero on the road to start the year—that's like the first time that's happened in literally forever for the Bears. From what I remember really? from the broadcast, three and zero on the road to start the year. Doesn't happen all that often for no, the Bears, so it's tough. It's especially tough to go on the road to win. It's especially tough to go on the road to a red hot Panthers team that looked great in the previous weeks. That defense, man. I mean, they fly around, they make plays. Be neat. Especially against the Bears, you're not going to be able to lose the turnover battle and win the game. Like if they're going to force three turnovers, you get you're going to struggle to win a lot of games against the Bears. Definitely. In the same light, though, if Nick starts to turn it over, I, in the same light, I, like we're going to lose a lot of games, in my opinion when Nick turns the ball over. So I think if the Bears keep it clean and then force those few turnovers like we're talking about, they'll have an opportunity to win plenty of games this year. Just keep winning dirty, man. As long as you win, it doesn't matter. Yeah, next game I want to get into Falcons, Vikings. I mean, listen, I'm not sold. Like, the the Vikings stink. Like, the Vikings stink. Like, the Falcons stink just as much, okay? Yeah. Like, I'm not – like, this by no means means the Falcons are back. Like, just because Dan Quinn's gone, like, that's my that's kind of my take here. Until they keep proving it week, like next week few weeks week. here, like I'm not on the Viking or the, excuse me, the Falcons being back whatsoever. I think both these teams just stink, and Falcons just hung them up, hung it on them this week. Yeah, granted, the, I mean the Falcons have had a pretty tough opening schedule. You know, Seattle, Dallas, Chicago, Green Bay, Carolina. I mean that's a that's a tough opening schedule. They definitely struggled at the beginning of last year too. I can't remember how they started. Yeah, they started one and seven last year, and then ended seven and nine. We could be seeing that again. I think getting Julio back is just absolutely massive. I mean, look at the plays he was making. Especially for Ridley's production as well. Yeah, like when you have another guy out there like Julio that can just go, I mean, look at that fourth down play where he ran 40 yards. Like that's not happening. Like no other receiver on that team is making that play. Not even Calvin Ridley. Like, I'm sorry, he's not. But good win. Matty Ice looked great. I mean, I think he went 30 for 40 for four touchdowns. But, I mean, the Vikings. Do you think if the Vikings front office could go back and instead of signing Kirk Cousins, they could just take Teddy Bridgewater, they would? Because I definitely would. Yeah. I for sure would. Like, without a doubt, without yeah. a question. Like, I was looking at some of the Teddy stats on Kirk, Kirk Cousins. He's an accurate thrower like by the stats, but, like, he just doesn't, like, finish games. He doesn't, like, like this game he had, like, three picks, but I don't know. It's weird. I, Kirk is just weird, man. He, he just doesn't. They I don't, don't have a lot of deep stinks. threats this year, too. Like, they don't. I mean, I guess uh, Justin, Justin Jefferson's kind of coming on, but, like, that's about it. I mean, him and Thieland, that's 
that's it. And especially without Dalvin Cook, they weren't able to run the ball how they wanted. They only ran the ball 13 times compared to like 50 the week they before. They got to up that up. They got to. Yeah. Even with Madison, Madison's good enough to keep take the workload there. Yeah, and granted, I mean, you're down the whole game, so it's really, really hard, hard to, to run the ball. It's hard to run the ball when you're down 21-0 before you blink, but like you got to get the ball out of Kirk Cousins' hands. I'm sorry. It's just what you got to do. Certainly. Texans-Titans, this was a crazy game. Yeah, I mean, a million points. The Texans just continue to win ugly. Like It's kind of the same thing as we talked about with the Bears. I mean, granted, they beat the brakes off the Bills the week before, so it doesn't really... That doesn't really stand right now, but like barely survived against Jacksonville, I think. Barely survived this week. Probably should have lost this week. I mean, honestly, if the Texans had any sort of defense at all, they lose this game, but they. I mean, that and if, I mean, the coin flip. Yeah, that's also true. I mean, like, the coin flip. Like Deshaun Watson turned around after he lost the coin flip, knew he lost the game. I mean, like, yeah, he didn't want to. He did not <laughs> want to send the defense out there. He said, no way. But I mean, Tannehill played great. Derrick Henry. Continues to do Derrick Henry things. I mean, I mean that ninety-yard run or ninety-six-yard run or ninety-four-yard run or whatever the <laughs> hell it was was just absurd. <laughs> it's crazy how fast that man runs. As like the as big of a unit he is. Jesus Christ, crazy! He gets in the open field and just puts on the burners. It's like, what are we gonna do? But I mean, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. I mean, he played great. He put together a great game, and he loses a coin toss that basically loses him the game. Yeah, we were completely wrong on the Browns this week. By the way, yeah. I mean, well, you should have seen that coming, though. Like, the Browns haven't won in Pittsburgh in, like, yeah. 15 years. We got to be seeing some stuff. We like got to be, we got to know that's coming. That defense, I mean, they got down early. It's kind of the same things as we just talked about the Titans or the the Vikings. When you're going to tr- control the clock, you can't throw pick sixes. You can't go down 17 to zero. Otherwise, you're just not going to win a lot of games. It's really simple as that. Nope, absolutely not. Giants sneaking out one against the footballers. This one. Barely missed. They covered the spread. Money lines didn't get there, but I only had the money line. I got a question for you. So let me give you let me give you some stats here. The only points the Giants had in the second half was a defenses a defensive fumble, strip six, whatever you want to call it. They only had their only touchdown was scored off a short field. Are you kicking it or are you going for two? I'm definitely kicking it. We're kicking it. And I'm for I, sure kicking yeah, it. Yeah, I was looking to discuss this here. It's not like we're like a ten point underdog on the road. We're not. Like, we're not Georgia Tech playing Clemson. Yeah, we're two NFL teams. Arguably, the Washington football team is better. I would probably take the Washington football team roster without Saquon over the Giants. Yeah, just yeah, kick it. Know. Go to overtime. Know. They haven't moved the ball at all on you. They had two hundred forty total yards. They had like seventy yards in the second half. Just kick it. Just kick the damn thing. I- I don't know that that one didn't make much sense to me at all, and I guess it's always easy to say that. Like when I mean the game's over, but like they didn't move the ball against you really at all. Like they here, I I looked it up earlier. They had like four punts in a row in the second half. The Giants did, yeah, thirty-two yards punt, seventy-three yards interception punt, fumble touchdown. Then knees like they they didn't move the ball against you basically all game. So just kick it, go to overtime, hope you win the coin toss, and then go from there. It's yeah. just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Don't know. And Brave. I'm normally a guy that says go for two, too, by the way. I'm always True. on board with go for two, get out there, try to do it. But you're yeah. basically a pick em in the NFL. So I Arguably the two that. worst teams in the NFL in the same. I, 
don't know. And I just saw the video on ESPN of their two-point conversion play. There was just nothing there from nothing. the very beginning. There nothing. was absolutely nothing there. Nothing. Ravens barely sneaking one out against the Eagles. The Eagles made a pushback in this game. I mean, I don't know. I don't. The Ravens need to like just sharpen up. Like they're five and one, but like, I don't know. They just, they just haven't looked like the Ravens. I feel like should look if that makes sense. Like, I mean, granted, I mean Lamar is just going to do Lamar things. I mean, he played great. He had a, whatever you want to call it, a triple double or a double triple, a hundred yards passing, hundred yards rushing. I think he broke Michael Vick's record for most of that. But you got to put teams away in the second half. They had. I again looked at this too. They had like five punts in a row in the second half. Like you got to put a team away. Like, yeah, just got to put them. Away. You're the Ravens. Like put the Eagles away. That and like that defense needs to step up against the subpar like Eagles offense in the second half as well. Though, like, yeah, you didn't keep it out of their hands, but still, like it's the Eagles offense. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, they. I think they kind of probably got complacent because I mean that game felt like it was over from the very beginning. I mean, I had them in my survivor, and it was like twenty-four to six with like twelve minutes left or something. And it was like, oh yeah, and then next thing I know, I blinked and it was like, oh, the Eagles are in this game right now. Yeah, yeah. So just kind of a weird game, but needed a two-point conversion. Survive. All right, the Lions were easy this week. I love the Lions this week. I bet the Jags. I kind of like the Jags, but um. I didn't even have anything written Don't on Don't need to game. say much on that one. Good Just, win. Yeah, good, good win, win for the Lions. Jags. Connor Mitchell still looks all right. I mean, he's doing all right. Yeah. Bucks. The Bucks D exposing Ooh. the Packers this week. I mean, just a perfect game all around. Let's hear what you got on this one. I mean, it was a perfect game. Zero sacks, zero turnovers, zero penalties. Beautiful football played from beginning to end. You know, you remember at the beginning of that game where Aaron Rodgers had like a rushing touchdown or a passing touchdown or whatever, and he was doing the the uh, key and peel touchdown celebration. Yeah, that was fun. That was cute. And then he threw a pick six, and they didn't move the ball at all in the second half, and had two hundred two hundred two total team yards. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, the Bucks even without Vita Vea, they still that run defense still was flying around. They still look great. Getting a signing from the Jets this week too. Yeah, and then they add Steve McClendon. McClendon, McClendon, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Big boy, veteran guy. Apparently, he's been in the league 13 years. I hadn't really ever heard about him until he just got traded. But I love that. I mean, and then that offense, man. Mike Evans wasn't even involved, like, really at all. But, you know who was? Gronk is emerging. They had some throws in that game, some Brady to Gronk throws in that game. That looked like 2016. Vintage. Like, vintage. Like, uncatchable balls to anybody what comes to mind is the back shoulder touchdown on Gronk, and then they had a big third down conversion where Brady just dropped it in a bucket over. It was man. Gronk had a linebacker on him, just dropped it in a bucket right over his shoulder for a big first down. I mean, who's stopping that? Like, who's stopping that offense when they get rolling? And Gronk's been saying it, too. I mean, Aaron Andrews, and then, like, they were all joking about it and whatever. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, give him time. Like, uh, Yeah, like... Give it, give him time. It's it's coming. But I think the, I think the Bucs proved a huge point this week. That just... Yeah. That I, think the, I think the Seahawks trash. need to be worried too. Come later they in the year, too. absolutely should be worried. Like the defense, so that like again, I think their offenses are on the same level, and like the the Bucks D is just going to step up. Like especially when they get clicking. Like there's not a lot of teams in the NFC that have a defense as good as the Bucks, Ooh. and 
when that when that offense is clicking, I mean, Mike, like I said, Mike Evans wasn't even involved. Chris Godwin was basically a non-factor. I mean, he had like five or six catches for sixty yards or something. But these guys aren't even putting up hundred-yard games, and we're beating the Packers by twenty-eight, scoring thirty-eight unanswered points in the second half after a bad first quarter where we went one three and out, and then gave up the ball, and the Packers just held the ball all first quarter. It was like twelve minutes to two or whatever. Yeah, twelve and a half to two and a half or something. And then after that, they just get their doors blown off, and the defense is making plays to get the offense ignited. I mean, that's a dangerous Bucks team. Dangerous Bucks team. Big love big what win. I saw. Big win love what I saw. I think the Rams let us down big time this week. They I mean, for sure did. Sure, the Forty Nine ers stepped up a little bit. George Kittle, big game. Jimmy G starting to find it a little bit again. Let us down. I don't have a whole lot to say on this one. Do you? Yeah, I don't think Jimmy G looked. I mean, he, his numbers look great. He missed some fucking. Sorry, some really easy throws, though, like some some poor throws that he missed. They didn't run the ball particularly well, I feel like, but they did it well enough to win the game. I mean, Goff looked like trash. He didn't look good at all. Granted, the Rams had a ton of drops. Holding the ball too long. Yeah, and the Rams, I mean, you got to catch the ball. I mean, what comes to a cup drop to touchdown. Um, Robert Woods a f- with a few drops as well. There was a few drops in that game. I felt like I don't know. I don't Robert Woods had like ten targets play. for like four receptions or something like that. So yeah, it just a, it was just a big bounce back week for the 49ers. I mean, staying afloat. I mean, they Shanahan controlled the clock, and they got a big divisional win, and they stayed afloat. And that's really all you can ask for out of them. Chiefs, Chiefs, kind of. I don't know. Weird conditions in this game. Kyle Allen. Wasn't able to... Josh Allen. Josh Allen, excuse me. That's a, fo- that's a footballer's quarterback. That's a footballer's quarterback. That is correct. Josh Allen, not really able to get off to a good start in this game. Not really that accurate with the football. And, I mean, the Chiefs just pounding it down their throat. The most runs in an Andy Reid coached game ever for the 26 Chiefs. 26 carries for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 161 yards. Yeah, I mean, if the Chiefs are going to run the ball like that, then, I mean, wow. Like, what is going to happen? Yeah, the Browns defense, though. There are some major red flags on the Browns defense right now. They came in as this Bills, highly... Bills, Jesus. Sorry, we're, we got We are all there. over the place, but the Bills defense, there's some red flags being presented to me from the Bills defense. One that was one of the best in football, was expected to be one of the best in football again this year. I mean, they allowed 42 to the Titans last week. They gave 28 to the Dolphins, 32 to the Rams, and then they just got the ball ran down their throat tonight. I mean, I... The Chiefs averaged like six or seven yards a carry. No, excuse me, 5.3. But they still, I mean, the Chiefs ran the ball for 245 yards and didn't even really use what the Chiefs do best in the rain. Demarcus Robinson was the leading receiver. Yeah. With 69 yards. Like, that's that's a dangerous thing that the Chiefs are going to go into Buffalo and win in the rain. Like, that's dangerous for Buffalo. Yeah. Like that doesn't look good for Buffalo at all because that's that's a game you're supposed to win when it's all shitty two conditions. Losses? Yeah, back to back losses. Back to back. I mean, they guess they only lost by nine this game, but this game never really felt close to me at all. Like this game nope. was basically over from the beginning, if you ask me. Nope. It wasn't a game I was sure the Chiefs were going to cover, but I just took their money line, lay the juice, just lay the juice. Only juice if you lose. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen looked Mah- off. Mahomes was accurate tonight too when he did throw it. That helped a lot too. Yeah. I mean, when they, I mean, the Chiefs are. They're dangerous. I mean, it was a big bounce back week for them, obviously, coming off the loss to uh, Las Vegas. Certainly. I mean, they took care of business. Certainly. Last game, while we're recording here, Cards, Cowboys. I mean, just a tough scene for the Cowboys, losing losing their quarterback, Dak Prescott. And, I mean, 
I mean, the Cardinals just beat a bad defense. I mean, that's just simply what it is. Like, Dak's in this game. Like, it's probably a rather good game. It's probably 31-28 right now, something like that, instead of 31-10. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, the two Zeke fumbles, I feel like those, I mean, Zeke has had a problem with fumbles this year. They were talking about them in the broadcast earlier, but those are kind of just rarities. I still think the Dal- or the Cowboys will be all right, but I mean Andy Dalton. I mean Andy Dalton can't be throwing the ball sixty times if you're the Cowboys. Like you, you gotta slow it down. You gotta, you gotta just go to ball control and give it to your guys. But you can tell even like Zeke's getting like just frustrated. I mean it's just a tough scene all around for the Cowboys. And again, the Cardinals nothing too impressing here. I mean you beat a bad defense with a Andy Dalton led offense. Yeah, I mean obviously the Kyler Murray. I mean Kyler Murray went crazy. Had a great game. He's going to keep just flurrying into the end zone, like in the red zone. Like, it's just like what happens. I mean, he didn't even throw the ball, like, well at all. Like, in that first half, he looked like trash throwing the ball. And then he just uses his legs, like Wilk was talking about. It. He said he uses legs to get in, like, the offense in a groove. And it's like, well, that's dangerous if the quarterback can just take off and run for 75 yards in a game and a touchdown. Like, that's Crazy. that's tough to stop. Crazy, certainly. I don't know. Don't have a whole lot else to say on the NFL slate. Any other notes here? I don't think so. I Bengals. I did have the Bengals over the Colt uh, cover against the Colts this week. Kind of a oh. weird game. Yeah, I mean the Colts. The way that they played that game is the exact opposite of how they need to be playing games. But the fact that they still got the win is definitely a boost for the Colts. I would say, and at least my my mental power rankings because. Philip Rivers played, I mean, solid outside of, I mean, he played like trash in the first quarter, obviously, but outside of that, he played pretty well. He got him right back in the game, and they were down 21 0 at the end of the first quarter and were leading at half, which is just absurd. I mean, it's just a, it's just a Colts win. They should have won that game. If it was 31 27, you're like, that's like, okay, yeah, they grinded out to win, but then you realize they were down 21 0 early, but. Yep. Last game here, Patriots, Broncos, did not see this one go this way at all. Drew Locks back didn't even look that great, but I looked like trash. Like th- that, this is like the boringest pay- game yeah. of all time. That's why I didn't even have a whole lot on it here. So, I mean the pa- the, pa- the Pats looked rusty after COVID. I mean Cam didn't look himself. I mean obviously they'll get it back together. I mean they will. Yeah, I mean they're gonna be fine. Like it's gonna be. It is what it is. But you look at you look at that NFC East. I mean, it's still wide open. It's still there for the Patriots taking, but Patriots first time under 500 in basically forever, I think. I mean, it's been a while for sure. Wow. Can you Drake breaking off a massive one? I mean. Score not- again. Score again. Oh, I have 56. Never mind. Still a lot of points. Um. Yeah. 69-yard touchdown for Kenyon Drake. Garbage time. That's wild Get for out sure. Of here. Yeah, but I mean, especially when the Bills look like that, how they had the last couple of weeks, like the Patriots might just win it again. I guess they're down. I mean, the Dolphins. The Dolphins. We really talk about the Dolphins? No, they not really. I mean, it's just the Jets. It's just the Jets game. You know? Yeah, I know it is, but two got in there. It's fun to watch. Love Certainly. Them. I back think we hit all wins. the bases, though, other than that, I guess, this week. I think we hit every game. I think we did as well. It's been a, it was a fun week of NFL football, though. I really... Fantasy team put, uh, went in the grave this week. Yeah, I said not to show up. I benched Matt Ryan, so... I don't know. It kind of be fun from now, time and time again. I get in, we're not, like, credited fantasy players by all means, but I feel like we certainly dive into stats enough to, like, talk about it. I don't know. It'd be yeah, fun I from mean, time I'm, to time. I'm certainly no 
fantasy guru, but you know, it'd be fun to talk about from time to time. I benched Matt Ryan this week. He had 40. So <laughs> got my, my team got their doors blown off. I mean, I had a pretty good week, but my team got their doors blown off. Yeah. Same here. It is what it is. going to be next big stretch win. for my team as well. Great. Months win. Yeah. Oh, I want to make a petition to move the Thursday night game to do double headers every single Monday. Night. I was waiting. I was just going to get into this again. Yeah. Every single Monday night. Yeah. Because this it. is great. And then put a college football game, put a marquee college game, put it like an SEC or an ACC game. Like not like obviously the cream of the crop, but like, a, I don't know, Ole Miss versus Missouri or even, even higher than that. Or, or an American conference team. I guess we're getting the Mac back soon. But like, go put a college game on and let the NFL have its Sunday and Monday. It'd be great. It'd be perfect. It would be great. And especially with, well... I don't know how much the college basketball slate would be uh, affected by the Thursday night game, but yeah, know. but it's kind of two different. Like, I don't want to say two different demographics because I guess it's kind of not. But it like, I think football would, I think the NFL would be fine. Like, they'd be all right. And obviously, college basketball is going to be college basketball. I mean, there's games every night, which is beautiful, and that's right around the corner. I can't wait. Certainly, but we've been loving this nonetheless. I was wanting to get into talking about that a little bit. Well, other than that, I think we can round it out this week. There's another good weekend of football. Next week is huge. Huge. We have Big Ten football Big coming back. back. Can't wait to break down that. I mean, it's going to be fun. We're going to have to start to limit ourselves a little bit to what we talk about. We're not going to be able to talk about the the weird games as much as we may like anymore. But we have the Big Ten, the SEC, ACC now. I mean, it's all coming back, baby. And we have Gaethje, Khabib as well weekend. this weekend. So, it's going to be a wild Saturday. It's going to be a great Saturday. I can't wait. Cannot wait. That being said, so we're working on the website. We are going to have someone do that and set it up for us as we just want it to look a, bit, a little bit more professional. I think it's all in the best for, for us to do that. So That's for sure the move. We so anyway, we're going to website design. We're going to have someone do that for us. We've just now decided and we're going to have that up hopefully by the end of the week, if not Within the next two weeks, we're putting a, a stamp on that. We're going to yeah. get that in writing. Hopefully by Saturday, but I don't know how long it's going to take the person or people to do. So we'll have to see. But it should be. It is coming very soon. And as well as that. we gave out some rumblings of merch. It's going to be cheap for you guys. We're getting into finding. We finally found a place that we're hopefully going to have do it. It's going to be something simple, something just to get out word of mouth type of stuff, get people talking about us, hopefully. And we're going to make it cheap for you guys, nothing overly expensive. T-shirts, maybe a couple long sleeve tees as well as we're getting into the winter. Just thinking about that as well. It's just snowed today, man, which is disgusting, but continue, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to get that merch hopefully out there. Again, for the people that listen to this, you'll be the first ones to have any any of our any of our merch. You'll be with us from day one. So getting our... Uh, I don't want to call it a collection, but our first uh, our first piece. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting stuff. I can't wait to rock some merch. It is exciting, and we're the the tripod will be in as well shortly to start doing Get some on the YouTube and doing some videos and as well. So we're gonna start getting on the Twitters with some highlights and as well as TikTok. A lot of exciting things coming. I'm a lot of excited things. I'm very excited. So if you're still here at this point, keep sharing us around. Listen, I know it was kind of a little bit of a lull couple of weeks here, as in, you know, 
doing what we do, just kind of getting into a routine of things here. We're going to get the branding out of the new Twitters as well within the next week. So a lot of new stuff coming our way. We're going to get guests as well as we get into the football and the basketball seasons coming up here. Winter sports will be back for Iowa as well. Again, we look forward to getting more and more Iowa content out there as that's what we basically are. That's what I'm here for. That's what we're here for. So any other last comments here, Lance, before we wrap it up? I don't think so. Go Bucks! Easy winners this week. That's right. So moving on this week, we'll have another midweek episode of we're, we're pondering some ideas on that one. At least I am. So we'll leave that up for a surprise. And then obviously we'll have triangle sharps later this week. Probably do an Iowa Purdue breakdown is what it probably will, will be midweek. But I'm so excited for that game, man. I can't wait. I can't, can't believe Big Ten football is finally back, man. It's been so long. Nonetheless, all right, guys. So we'll see you most likely Wednesday, if not Thursday, and then obviously Friday for triangle sharps. Till next game, guys. Let's kick it. He fires downfield. It's caught. And into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa. Touchdown, Iowa. Play fake. Bethard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. Oh, he's got it. Smith. Touchdown. 85 yards. The spot. The kick is on the way. It's gone. It's gone.